I'm I'm good. I mean, I we took a like normally we would have recorded this yesterday, but uh, it was Labor Day here in America, so we we took a break from the laborious task of being a Chelsea fan in this day and age, and we are now recording tonight. I don't know if that was a good plan or not. I think it just gave us more time to be salty about everything. Although sure. I, I have tried not to be salty this whole time, but I think it's probably going to come out now that we're <laughs> now that we're discussing this. But how are you, Dan? It's good to see your beautiful bearded face. Oh man, I'm doing I'm doing great. Didn't have to work yesterday, um, so that's always a good thing. Four day work weeks. Um, yeah, so yeah. I Maybe read an it's... article recently that said uh, bearded men are scientifically more attractive. Sure. And dude. You I'll got take a pretty it. nice beard. <laughs> I mean, you have a good beard too. You just don't no, let yours grow out as long. Yeah, I don't think I could get as full as you do. And now, plus, I'm like patchy on the left, and like the right side is like Roy Kent perfect. I think. <laughs> but somewhere in the middle, there's like a transitional line, like in the mustache, <laughs> and you get to the left, and it gets crazy patchy. So I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to rectify that situation. Um, I don't know. Mine's patchy, but it's like. It's because I keep it long. You can't really tell, but like if ah. I was to like lift it up, you could see like on the my jawline, one of them grows <laughs> longer down than the other one. But because oh, I keep okay. it long, you can't really tell. Um, yeah, so maybe I just need to get to the point where it's longer. Yeah, longer's longer's better, man. Yeah. Did you like my stalling tactic of first um, uh, complimenting you on your beard and then telling you that I read a study about that, which is true. <laughs> And and then uh, continuing to stall. What are you stalling about? You don't want to talk about Chelsea? Is that your plan? <laughs> no, just stall, I'd just rather just about, in. Talk, I'd talk rather about beards this. the whole podcast. Beards and beer. <laughs> beer. Hey, that's a good name for a podcast. That's beards a good second podcast for us. Yeah, that is. Um, but well, it'll be a third one. That's the third, third podcast. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. third podcast. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, uh, this one. Uh, Plot of, I don't know. We're, we're just going to see. This is going to be completely off the rails from the beginning, probably. Uh, and it'll probably be a lot of rants. So y'all just bear with us. But, Jason, I do want to tell you, before we start the podcast, there is some good news. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what the good news is. <laughs> I know. We don't talk about transfers tonight. Oh, my God. <laughs> the pressure is off. <laughs> Thank Thank whatever deity you pray to. I don't care who. Like, thank them. No transfer. Flawed man. Flawed is my deity. (laughs) I don't have any transfer notes uh, to read about tonight or nothing. I got a lot of notes, a lot of little stats. I've got stats for days to read tonight. You know what? You know who should be our uh, podcast deity? Who? Abramovich. We might get canceled for that because he's Russian. You think? Oh yeah, no, it's fine. There's still we good still, Russians out there. Still, <laughs> we could do uh, Eden Hazard or uh, Drogba. Yeah, yeah, Drogba. Drogba can be our deity. Drogba is our deity. I like that. Thank Drogba. I mean, that sounds pretty good. Thank Drogba. That transfer <laughs> season is over. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Thank Drogba. Oh um, man. Yeah, but we lost one uh, 0 to. On paper, one of the worst teams yeah. were probably battling relegation at the end of the season. If you're a Chelsea fan listening to this and you didn't know the score, like, Jesus Christ, what are you yeah. doing? Join join all the negativity online. Join the calls for Bowley's head. Uh, join join the uh, praise that some people are having because they keep sharing stats about how, how great we actually are. Oh, yeah. Uh, Joy, you you have all the discourse in the world to join right now. Like, this is one of the bigger upheavals, I think, uh, in in the fandom at the moment. Yeah. So, well, but, you know, and I would say part of that is because, like, like last year it was easy to hate Potter, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. because he was kind of a common enemy. He was unproven. He had been in like the hundredth level of Swedish football <laughs> in like whatever level of like, I don't know. Where else was he? I can't remember. England, England for a while. Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, but he was, but he was like a, he was like a lower level English team, wasn't he? Uh, for a little while or. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I can't even remember. Like, that's sad that I can't remember that. He bragged about it at every single freaking conference. <laughs> or, yeah, he was at. So, anyway. Um, but uh, he was at least a hated enemy. Like, it was very easy to hate Potter and, and like, point to his unprovenness unless you were. <laughs> and you all of a sudden, like, you know, seven games into a season means mid season. I'll never get over that. That dude can shove it. Like I will never get over his his uh his propaganda campaign for the Bowley Bowley team. But um but anyway, unless you were him and you thought seven games in meant mid season and that all of a sudden meant he wasn't good or he 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 was gonna come good, then whatever. But if you were everyone else with a brain and eyes, you realize that Potter sucked. And, uh, and he did suck and he proved that he sucked. And so, um, but it's hard to hate Potts right now. And I think that's where people's brains are breaking because our brains were very broken last season because we hadn't been in that position in a really long time. But now our brains are breaking because we actually have a coach that's supposed to be pretty good. We've, we've literally like spent a, a billion dollars on talent, most of which is on loan <laughs> at the moment. Or on the U21 team. They, yeah, or on the U21 team. I mean, that's where Lukaku played for a little while. That was weird. <laughs> um, that was like uh, the Little League World Series of Baseball trying to <laughs> oh, get your convince us your pitcher was uh, of age um, to play that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. That was a bad joke. But... But yeah, like this, it's hard. It's a, it's a weird, 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 weird place to be in. So I, th- I think like you can join any discourse you want to join right now because there's factions of every Chelsea fan out there. Mm-hmm. There's so many different narratives going on. I mean, there's the fire potch narrative that's already started. There's the potch is a good coach. Potch is a great coach. There's the Chilwell sucks, which is the majority um, there's the, uh, <laughs> that one we can all pretty much rally yeah. on, I hope. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty much unanimous at this point, Tom. You know, there's, oh, we have great stats. Oh, but the stats don't matter. They're made up stats. You know, there's just all, the, the narratives are just all over the place. Some people are trying to remain positive. Some people are trying to remain negative. You know, the five at the bat versus four at the bat versus three at the bat. Like, what the hell formation is Chelsea playing right now? Nobody knows. Whatever. There's so many different debates going on after this match. And, I mean, I feel like that's more of the purpose of, like, this episode is, like, what are all these different, like, talking points that are going on with Chelsea right now? Because it, we lost the match. We sucked. There, there's no ifs, ands, buts about it. We were shit. They were the better team. We made one mental mistake. They capitalized. They scored. Uh, we can't hit sitters. Um Despite Nico not having the number nine jersey, we still have a striker that can't hit sitters. Um, it's just, it's, it's just a mess, man. It's just a mess, and I don't like. I don't even know where to start this episode. So I guess to just harp on something that that is a point and see if you have. Because let me I, make sure I'm right. You went back and rewatched the match and suffered through it, right, Jason? I watched the first forty five minutes and then had to. They had to stop. Okay. But I did um, watch the first half. Gotcha. So, why, it, regardless, we'll put the formation debate to the side for a second. Whether it's a five at the back or whatever, why would we come out and play defensive at home? Regardless of how you look at it, it's a very defensive formation because you have five defenders on the pitch. So, it doesn't matter what the formation is, you have five defenders on the pitch. Why do you come out with five defenders on the pitch at home versus Nottingham Forest, one of supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league. Injuries, Daniel. It's all about injuries. <laughs> injuries make our coach brain go burr. Apparently. I mean, 
Seems I don't know. That that was one of the that was one of the lines of thought. But I, mean, uh, I don't know, man. I don't even know what formation we're playing. Nobody nobody in the freaking world we're putting that to the side. Nobody in the freaking world knows what formation we're playing, man. Like, this is stupid. Like, this is really, really, really dumb. Five Mob has us as a three four two one. Yeah, which, which is which is stupid. Which is not even close to what we're Which playing. is really a five two two one. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we were talking about before the podcast started, it's like if you, no matter how you look at this formation, whether you look at it as a four at the back, a three at the back, a five at the back, regardless, Chilwell is in an attacking position on the left side of the pitch. He has no right foot. He proved that the week before when he missed a sitter in front of the goal because it was on his right foot and he tried to pass it instead of shoot. Like, his passing percentage... Did you, did you see his passing percentage at the end of the half or at the end of the game, Jason? Did you see Joel's? his per- Yeah, forty four percent pass completion. <laughs> forty freaking four percent. And despite that, Chelsea is the second. We have the second highest pass completion as a team in the league right now. But our left winger had forty four effing percent completion of his passes. Like, yeah. how well, he didn't, our attack didn't go through there, so it, it didn't matter how good they were. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, yeah I mean, true. it doesn't matter. True, but I mean, and, but that's the point, is like, we have become so one-dimensional right now in our attack, because we're only attacking down the right side, like, because we have nothing on the left, and like, we looked at this, the, uh, the passing map and our attacking map after the match, I, I'm pretty sure I sent it to you, but everything is to the right side. Like, nothing yep. was to the left. Everything was to the right. So, if you know that as a team, and you know that the guy that's playing over on the left side can't shoot worth a damn, why would you even practically cover the left side of the pitch? Like, just shift your defense one direction and shut us down and bottleneck us on that side. It's not that difficult. We're not that difficult of a team to stop right now. We can't break down a low block. We have no creativity. Like... We're gonna make a mistake in the midfield, or we're gonna yep. make a mistake mistake on the back line. Yep, and it's gonna lead to a goal. All of our goals this year have been uh, individual mistakes, which some people count as like a positive. By the way, some people say, "Oh, that that means that the team is actually playing okay," and it's just the individual mistakes that are causing the issue. And so, if we get those under control, then we'll be good. Well, we didn't score a goal in this game, people. Yeah. Like what do you what what else do you want? Like we're not gonna win. We'll just do nil nil draws. I don't I don't know. <laughs> Daniel and I are just like shrugging at each other yeah. right now. Like I don't I don't know what we're supposed to take from that. Like yeah, I yeah I don't I get it. That's an individual mistake. We also are losing because we can't score yet again. Um, and I mean that's the thing. It's like the. The whole thing with us not scoring, like we have the, what, like the, let me see, where's my daggum notes here? The uh, third highest XG in the league. We have the most possession in the league of any team, but yet we have five goals this season and we've conceded five. Yep. And we're 12th on the table. I mean, nothing's changed from last year. It really (laughs) hasn't. It's literally the same. One billion dollars later, we're yeah. still the same. We're still we're, the same. We're still the same. Like, dude, another thing that people keep saying is we're a brand new squad. We're a brand new squad. Five of these players were starters last year, man. If Reese was on the pitch, it'd be six. The majority of the players would be the same players from last season. Like, or the or the or the players that have been with the club for a while. Like, like this isn't. Uh, like we last season, Silva, Gallagher, Chile, Fernandez, Sterling when he was not injured. Yeah, and like, Reese. Like that's said. that's half the team. That's half the outfield. Mm-hmm. And Reese would have been in. That I mean, you consider you consider if you stop playing freaking Chilwell, you play Chilwell in his natural position at left back. And you actually play one of our left wingers over there. That's another position that would be filled by somebody that was here last year. Considering right. me, Matty Weke, 
Sterling or Mudrick. It's going to be one of right. those three. Right. Yeah. And, and Mudrick, yeah. Put Mudrick back in. Yeah. That's still, it hasn't, like, the the team hasn't changed that much. Uh, I don't know. You, I mean, you could, like, the only thing you can make now, and this is the, this is what people were talking about with Potter, like, for most of his run here, was it's a process, it's a process. I mean, even freaking Potch came out and was like, yeah, uh, let's see, let's see what he said. He said, the process is the process. I cannot accelerate some processes, but we are still disappointed with the game today. And against West Ham, we, where we deserved more. On our side, it is about having time to work and improve the players and have the best platform. The process is like this and can be up and down. But for sure, being positive and working hard is how this team will get the results they deserve. Which almost sounds a little pottery. Uh, it's very well. pottery. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to expect from Pot. Like he's going to come out and say this, and I, I totally like it. Just respect that. That's part of the thing. Like I don't, I don't know what I'm expecting from him now. <laughs> Four four games in, I mean technically five, but four four Premier League games in. Like I don't know what else I would expect him to say, and and like that is a valid case for now. I think what people are worried about, at least play wise, because we can talk about admin later, but at least play wise, what people are worried about now is this is still the same damn thing that we did all last season. And we're still doing the same results with the same inconsistency, with the same intangibles not being on the field that would allow us to win, with the same mistakes, with the same mentality, with the same results. Like, I, did, I don't, I, I don't, I, I think people are bringing a lot from last season in, and I totally get that. Yeah. I, I think what's helping me personally, personally, this is, a personal Jason mental thing is I'm going into this season blank that for me, last season almost doesn't exist. That season was a total fluke. Um, it, the things that are bleeding over. Yes, I agree. Means that if, if we have a similar season this season, then it's not a fluke, but at least for now, mentally, I'm just thinking of last season as, Hey, look, we there was a lot of demons that were ex excised there, like <laughs> like exorcise. What's the what's the exercise? Ex, exercise. Yeah, you exercise yeah. a demon. Is excised a different anyway? That's a different yeah. podcast. That'll be Daniel Lemine's <laughs> uh, history of language podcast coming up. But but anyway, we had a lot of demons to get rid of. There we go. Yeah, and. And I get it. That's fine. I feel better now having started the season with Potch. Mm-hmm. One other thing that you can like make a case for, I think, is we just finished the damn transfer window. Ooh, positive vibes only. Yeah. Uh, we just finished. The, it's over. The, Thank goodness. Yeah, it's over. That is something maybe to consider. But... Outside of those things, and I'm not even saying I'm willing to entertain all those arguments. I'm just saying those are some of the arguments that are being made. Mm-hmm. Outside of those things, it's still the same. It's yeah, the I, same. Everything feels the same. Everything seems the same. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's, I'll it's shut it's up on, now. No, it's honestly like Potter never left. Like, it's almost like we're playing the same formation. We're playing the same people out of position. Like, because if you look at it as a fourth the back, then we have Colwell playing left back. Why the hell is Colwell playing left back? Makes no sense. Why is Chilwell in attack? This is Potter written all over it, like with the fact that he loves playing people out of position. Yeah. And like, it's, it's just mental. And like, you go out and you spend $120 million on Caseta. I don't think he's that good, or at least he hasn't been yet. I mean, he led his goofing, his giving the ball away in the midfield was the reason that they scored. He's given away a penalty at West Ham. Like, he has been – hasn't looked good. I mean, yeah. so – Doesn't look crazy confident out there either. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, but, I mean, Enzo's by far been our best player on the pitch all year in every game. But, I mean, you think about it too. Like – it's the same issue for three years. We can't break down a low block, right? 
So we buy one creative player in, in Cuckoo, and he gets hurt, and we're screwed. Like, we, our purchases, our buys have been just abysmal. Like, these players that we have bought and spent money on. Like, yeah, you spent a billion dollars, but did you get good quality players? No. We didn't get good quality players. We literally had a policy, Jason, over this transfer window over this summer. Saw that. We're not going to buy anybody over the age of 25. What in the dumb shit is that? That is the dumbest strategy I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. No, it's like, oh, no. People over 25, 26 and up, they're out of their... Pro- Are you kidding me? Like, what What kind yeah. of brain-dead strategy is that by the board? This is the dumbest, stupidest, most idiotic... This this trumps Bowley saying, let's play the 4-4-3 to me. Like, this is worse than that because this affects your entire team. Like, you could go out and get a James Madison. You could have had him. He's 26. Oh, because he's 26 and sucks now? Like, what you like it doesn't make any sense. Like, I get, I'm guessing that's why we didn't make him play for Gundogan, because he's 31. You know, oh, despite the fact that he's won uh how many uh won a Champions League, how many Premier League titles has he helped City win? Oh, but we're not gonna he's a free agent, wouldn't have cost us anything. And yep. he would have slotted into our midfield fantastic. Which makes the argument, and you've made this argument several times, and this is just the podcast argument, um, that we don't have any experience on the team. And we were concerned about that. Well, it looks like they didn't want that. Yeah, which is just baffling to me. Our our average age of our team is 22 and a half years old. That's with freaking 38-year-old Tiago Silva on the team. Like. It's wild. That's insane. That is like you look like I look at it, like I look at Man United last summer and they went out and bought like Casemiro. Like the summer before they bought Veron. Like they're building they built a spot like granted United's not been great this year. My prediction of them winning the Premier League is looking awful. <laughs> but Casemiro's a, a, a damn good central defensive midfielder, you know, and like you, they're building that. And I mean, granted, he doesn't have that many years left, but he's still good. Yeah. Like, I would have much rather made a purchase like that than somebody like Casado, who's only played 40 games and is technically, I would still consider, unproven in the Premier League. But that's that's the case for most of the guys. Like, they're, they, like, we, we can. We, it's unproven talent, which yes. is which is the the line that they'll go with, right? Like our scouting department is top notch. We we looked at all the intangibles of this player, and we we uh, assessed their cost and and realized how good of a value they'll be in five years. And this is unproven talent, and so we will go after them instead of a twenty six year old James Madison who is proven but still is older. And yeah. uh, and might not actually have it anymore, or whatever whatever line they go yeah, with. Exactly. And this is what they this is how they justify it to themselves. And it's like, yeah, on on paper, these guys don't look to be very good in practice. They're they don't look to be very good. But you know, Potch says there's a process and there's ups and downs. And uh, I mean, we're just all down right now. It doesn't doesn't seem like there's many ups. <laughs> and and that that's the line, right? Like they're unproven talent. Not that they're just not good. They they will be good. They're not good yet. Yeah, but I mean, like it, that's my thing. Is like you went out and you got a and like I like Nico. I think I like his profile. I like the way he plays. I think he plays hard. But he literally had like one good month in La Liga, and we went out and splashed money on him. Yeah. Like what? What what does that tell you? Like why? What I don't understand that. Mudrick like his head did nothing. Like except the only fact that we wanted Mudrick is because Arsenal wanted Mudrick. Like what did he done? Like <laughs> like that's literally like literally half the players we have on our team is because another team wanted them. Like right. Mudrick. Kukurea because City wanted him, so we thought he was a, would be a good fit for our system. Oh, and then we're uh, Lavia is just a, to me it's just a spiteful buy when you already have Dos Santos there. Like, why are you buying three player? And then don't forget uh, 
Ugalavet, whatever his name is. Um, whatever heck his name is. Literally, we have four players at the same profile on the team that we all right. bought this summer. Like, why? Why do you need four players of the same profile on your team? They're all defensive midfielders. One's taller than the other ones. One you paid $100 million plus for. The other one was a spiteful buy. The other one's a Brazilian uh, prodigy. Like, <laughs> when you put it this... that way, it's really sad. Yeah, it's, it's, but that, and that's the thing. It's like this board literally has no effing clue what they're doing. No clue. They literally sold the best left back on the team to Newcastle this yeah. summer. The best left back on the team they sold. They tried to sell our best player from the preseason in Matson. Yeah. But Matson refused to go. They had the deal on the table for $31 million for Matson to go to Burnley, and Matson turned it down. So, like, you, you're literally – and then you wanted to sell Chalaba. Like, yep. you didn't sell him, but you bought Diossi, who has been shit. He's terrible. Yeah, he's not very then good. You won't cap a house, and somehow I didn't think the goalkeeper position could get worse, but it has. You literally <laughs> pay $25 million for Brighton's third-string goalkeeper, who has saved two shots this season, Jason. He has saved two shots. He has been scored yeah. on five of his seven shots that have been against him this year. Two. This Jesus. guy is utter trash. He freaking hit the Nottingham Forest player in the back with the ball when he was trying to throw it out and play it from the back this past game. <laughs> the dude is a dumbass. Like, I cannot stand him. This is all this money that we have spent on all these freaking players that make no Logical sense. They're just not good so yet, ever. Daniel. Not yet. I don't care. You keep forgetting players. that damn word, Daniel. No, it's kidding. <laughs> I want players that are proven. I want players that are ready to play now. Like you're not. We're not going to win. We're not going to challenge for title. What are we waiting for? All these twenty and twenty-one year olds. Like, if I put money on it, half of them don't pan out. Maybe it's probably the percentage is less than that. It'll probably be more like thirty-five or more percent players turn out if we're lucky and we literally have sold people from our club that could have slotted into the team this year like yeah but we we just want to get rid you're literally spending money that you don't have to spend just to say you spent money yeah like i i this board is the most infuriating part of this club to me right now it's not the players it's not the coach it's the board because it it literally starts there because they're they don't care about winning, in my view. Like, they don't. Like, I, we talked about this before. Thing. I don't agree with Rory a lot. And if you're a Chelsea fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't agree <laughs> with Rory 95% of the time. He he does opinions do vary. But what the video released Sunday, I think it was, about bullying and company and the way that they just – they're out for the money is the same thing that we've been preaching on this or saying on this not preaching, saying on this podcast since they took over this club. It's like it they're an investment firm. Their job is to make money and capitalize. That's what they're doing. Like they're they're making money off the Chelsea name. And they're gonna continue to do that until they sell the club whenever they want to to cash in on their investment. Yeah. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I mean mic drop. Uh, like, and so I was, I was making the case and, and I don't disagree with the assessment there. Yeah. Like I, I think that is what they're doing. I, I mean, I do think football is ultimately a business. We, we got kind of, this is going to sound horrible. We huh? got lucky that a Russian billionaire wanted to sports wash yeah. his money through our <laughs> through our club. <laughs> and so I think we all conveniently ignored that because we won 21 trophies in 19 years or whatever. Right. Um and so I think we just got used to what looked like and and I think there was there a degree was. of this, but what looked like a guy who just genuinely loved the team. He did. And and pumped a ton of money into yeah. it. Just because he wanted to, right? Slash sports wash, slash yeah. wanted trophies, yeah. Like, 
Like, I mean, they're all of it's true. I think. Yeah, um, I think all. Yeah, all those things can be true at the same time. Well, he loved the there's club, higher. Yeah, but he wanted. He needed somewhere to put his money. <laughs> yeah, he he, <laughs> he, yes. he like he likes shiny things. So yes. all those things yes, are true. <laughs> exactly. Like, well, I think with every single uh, philosophical moment. <laughs> like that's gonna yeah we need like a s- philosophical moment uh uh on the episode today <laughs> there are higher motives and lower motives to every single person's decisions that they ever make i abramovich his higher motive was i gotta i gotta put this money somewhere yeah and i think to a degree the lower motive was well by god i better win if i'm pumping this much money into it and i think that's flip-flopped through the through yeah. the 19 years that he was here I don't think that's the case with Bowley. I, I, I like, we got lucky that we had that situation. Say whatever you want to about the situation. Some people really abhor that situation. Um, the Chelsea of today is banking off of that situation. And I agree with you. I think that they are trying to use this to platform themselves to a bigger paycheck because it is all business with them. And it was a different kind of business with Abramovich. And I think that um, the I and the argument that I was making before this was why can't winning be a part of that success? And you brought you brought in a lot of good points pre-pod about <laughs> the multi-club model. They're they're building that they're gonna invest in Stanford Bridge. They're buying a ton of young talent that we just loan out. So they're doing a different kind of loan army than we like, like are normally doing. Um, they're also going to start, you know, whatever with Strasbourg and then other clubs that come into the, they, I mean, they've been poking around what you said, Portugal. They were poking around South America a while back before they got Strasbourg. Like they clearly want to build an empire why wouldn't winning be a part of that success? And that that's what I was trying to like, yeah, like it sounds like I'm arguing the thing like, no, they really want to win. And I do, I just don't understand why they wouldn't Mm -hmm. like, that doesn't mean they do. I just can't understand why that wouldn't be part of your model. Mm -hmm. Like, like your club has to be successful on some level. Like we've got to be competing in the big tournaments on some level. Like, like players still have to want to come here at the end of the day. And, and like you cannot keep paying them these types of paydays, and you cannot keep overpaying them for clubs that know you want them and are going to fleece you for it. Like yep. you cannot keep doing this and it be sustainable. You've pumped a billion dollars in the club; it's really only like seven hundred million net, I think, because we got like two hundred sixty this back this time, and it was like sixty back last time, and we're still making pure profit on some players, and Eden Hazard still. Well, he retired, so we he, that's not in his contract anymore. But he's still giving us money uh, for winning things. And, like, outside of how much we paid coaches to go away because we gave them unreasonably long contracts in the beginning, Jesus effing Christ. I mean, Drogba Christ. Like, <laughs> like I don't I, – I don't understand. Like, like, all the things that you want to do – I don't think are necessarily bad to do it at the sacrifice of winning. I think is blasphemy against drugs. Yeah. And, and it would be a multiplier to the thing that you're doing that would increase your club's value infinitely. Mm-hmm. Like with all the investments that you're making in all the different areas, why wouldn't winning be a part of that? And so like what, that's what I can't understand. I'm not saying that it is a part of it for them. Um, I'm not trying to make the, I, I don't know what they're thinking. I think they're idiots most of the time. Like we, this is not a pro Bowley podcast. This is not a pro Bagdali podcast. This is not a pro new administration podcast in Definitely any sort not. of way. Definitely These not. guys are seemingly very stupid in yes. how they do business. And I think one of the ways that's indicative is they don't, it doesn't seem to, to them that winning is part of the model. And by God, winning yeah. is part of the model because because not only are you losing the fan base, not only are you losing eroding complete trust in the club that we've had forever. Like in one of one of the things we talked about last pod was how they got rid of the subsidy. 
Yes. Like not not only are you like spending a billion dollars and then saying it's not financially viable to give subsidies for families to go watch their their family members play in games. Yeah. Like not like like that costs two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year estimated, yeah. and you're yeah. completely ignoring uh, the Chelsea fan base. Yeah. And how they're they're presenting this to you as a, a, a as a bad thing to do, like like that you're just eroding every single bit of goodwill we had with the previous administration. And we didn't agree with everything with the previous administration yeah. did. And you're still eroding this goodwill that the fans had mm-hmm. for the sake of just being a businessman asshole that is trying to profit off of something that he doesn't understand and doesn't know how to take care of. Yeah. And, and it's proven by the fact it, that you don't seemingly want to win. And I, I literally don't understand why that wouldn't be a part of the model, and it breaks my freaking brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. I mean, coming from somebody that has a master's in business, which is Jason, not me. <laughs> that, <laughs> not just my hobby guy. for a year. That literally yeah. means nothing <laughs> in the world of business. <laughs> but your, your point, in, in a, from a, a logical business sense, is like, what can I do to capitalize my, my market value? What are intangibles that I can achieve? What are goals that I can achieve that would make my market value rise? Yeah. So that if I want to sell, I can sell at a higher value. Winning would be one of the intangibles, one of those goals that you should be striving for. Because in a club, that's ultimately like you get prize money from winning. You get more money injected into your club from winning. You get notoriety. You get more fans. You get all these other X factors that might not, and all these other tangibles that might not be a monetary tangible, mm-hmm. you know, necessarily might not be a dollar sign, but lead to dollar signs. You know, more fans mean more jersey sales. You know, more fans means higher prices for tickets. You know, stuff An like that. An actual sponsorship on the jersey probably right. would be a good start. I, that would be a fantastic start for you to get sponsorship on the jersey. But um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, so we're five games in. And we still well four five five games in. We yeah. still have a damn sponsor on the jersey. Like no, like I if that doesn't prove ineptitude, I don't yeah. know what does. They had plenty of you're time right. to figure this out. Yes, you're right. You're right. I mean, how long have we known about three not coming back as our sponsor <laughs> I mean, uh, for like a year now? Like all, since, all of last it year. Was yeah, they, it was since they took over. Because they because three pissed them off because they're like pull the shirt sponsor because we don't want to be associated with Chelsea because of Abramovich, and they pissed off three and then like we all knew that the deal was coming up and that everybody was getting we we're getting a new shirt sponsor. Dude, seriously, like the shirt sponsorship is the perfect like proof of what you've been saying. Yeah. So anyway, the, the board, like your point, like in, in the thing is, is that these guys they don't realize. And we talk we talk about this on several different episodes. Is that they're not owners of a club; they're simply caretakers. Like they're here to take care mm-hmm. of the club. It is the fans' club. Like even the fact that freaking fans own the freaking pitch at Chelsea. Like they can't move that pitch. They can't mm-hmm. move stadiums without the supporters voting in favor of it. So right. they want to do anything to the grounds. They got to have the fan support. So. Taking away a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar a year subsidy so that fans can pay ten ten dollars or ten year or ten pounds, whatever it is, to go see Chelsea play on a on a bus. You're taking that yep. away? That's really where you want to draw the line of saving money? How about not buying so many damn young youth players? Like, just don't buy one. You'll we'll be okay. Like, we'll be fine. So it, it's it's things like that. In this administration, like, I've lost so much respect for them in this last, because of the subsidy thing, and then because they've literally, like, have no balls. Like, no balls whatsoever. They're like, we will not let Lukaku go out on another loan. We will not do it. And then what do they do? They let him go out on another freaking loan. Yeah. Like, you have no gut. Just keep them at the club. and. You tell him, you either are going to go to where we want you to go, or you're just going to rod the pine at the U21s. We don't care. Just let him do it. I don't give an F. I can't stand the man. So, And you know what I guarantee you would have happened? I guarantee you, as soon as the transfer window closed in Europe, and a Saudi club came in, he would have gone to Saudi Arabia because he wanted to play football. But no, our, our, 
our club has no balls to do that. They don't have the balls to call his bluff. You know, like it's just the most asinine leadership we have in this club. Jason, trivia time, because it deals with this. How many matches do you think Chelsea have won since Todd Bowling Company have taken over? Oh, okay. I can like figure this out. Thirteen. You were close. You're one off twelve. We have won. Dang it! Oh, I was going to say fourteen. If my, for my second guess, twelve. We have won twelve effing matches in a year. <laughs> twelve. How uh, dreadful is that? How terrible is that? Like that is just weird. Freaking Chelsea Football Club. We should go a season. Without winning 15 to 20 matches. 12 since these MFers have taken over. It's incredible. I mean, that is, that's incredible. Worst Premier League start since 1995. Wow. That's, that's incredible. How many, how many did Tuchel win? (laughs) (laughs) Tuchel had like what, like uh, seven points when he left? Like two wins and a draw, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe he had. Yeah. Maybe he had ten. I can't remember. I'm gonna I can't have to, remember. I'm gonna have to really. I think he might have had anyway. ten because he had like he played what six matches, right? Yeah, yeah. I know we drew against Tottenham because that was an infamous match. I don't know. I'd have to you just go back and look. I mean, I wonder yeah, I had ten. I'm looking back at 2022 now. This is a weird year. Um, okay. We, it looks like we started the Premier League in August 6th last year. We beat Everton 1-0, mm-hmm. drew Tottenham, yep. lost to Leeds. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Beat Leicester, mm-hmm. lost to Southampton. And then, um, oh, okay. And then beat West Ham. So we had so, 10 points. 10 points out of 15? No. Yeah, 10 out of 15? Yeah, that's one. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm just counting wins, really. So if you count the draws, so four, five, six. Yeah, and then Potter's first match, right, was the Dynamo Zagreb game. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. No, 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 uh, no, no, no. That, that was that Tugel's one. last yeah. match. That was Because that's the match. seventh one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So then Potter's first match was Salzburg on September 14th. Yes. Yeah. So we had like an international friendly, or I mean international break. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we played, no, we didn't. We pl- we just played a week later in the Champions League. I guess we didn't have a break, or we didn't have a Premier League between our two Champions League games uh, for some reason. So too cool. Oh, was that when we were supposed to play pool? But it got canceled. Is that the queen? Was that when the queen died? Yeah, that might yeah. have been it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Tuchel literally won. He won three, drew lost one, two. and lost two in his first six games of that season, and then lost the Dynamo against Dynamo Zagreb yeah. in the Champions League. So, but yeah. Premier League wise, he has a fourth of our wins. Um. Since. Bowley and them took over last summer. Oh, yeah. That's insane. Yeah. This is just, like, this is the mental stats to me. When people bring these up, I'm like, that can't possibly be true. And then you look it up and, like, holy shit, that is true. Like, what yeah. the crap, you know? So, Potter won against Crystal Palace, against Wolves, against Villa... And okay, yeah, so he's won three. Then against Bournemouth in oh, December. Yeah. Then against Palace in January. Oh my god, this is gonna be bad. He was uh, awful. He was awful. Then he won against the next win. Was against Leeds in March. And then he won against Leicester a week later. That was a good run for Potter. 
So he's won seven. Oh my god, dude. That's crazy. So then we won... So Frank only won one match. Yeah, he only won one. Wait, I think we won 13 then. Oh, I don't know. The stat I saw said 12 since they took over. I don't know. No, no, it's possible. I just need to look. No, no, no. Maybe that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just 12. Yeah. That's insane. We've won 12 matches, Jason. 12 freaking matches. And, like, the thing is, is, like, yeah, we lost nine him fours. But, like, if people would have been wise to it, we should have seen this coming because we were lucky to beat Wimbledon. Yes. Like, yes. We, that, that game, Wimbledon went up 1-0. Matty Wake drew the penalty at the end of the first half. And the Enzo's goal in the second half was just pure damn luck. Like, the wow. keeper tried to clear the ball and bounced off somebody and fell to Enzo and he shot it in the goal. Like, just yeah. pure damn luck. Like, and the number of other chances we created in that game was just insane. And we still couldn't finish anything. So, like, we should have seen this coming. Like, it's not like this should have been a shock to us, but it still was because it's freaking Nottingham Forest. So, looking forward, Jason, coming off international break, this is what we have. All right? We got Bournemouth, Villa, Fulham. Fulham. In my mind, we have to win all three of those matches. Like, you can't yes. drop points. You, We cannot drop any more points. You have to win those three matches. Yeah, I agree. If we lose two of those, Potch needs to go. <laughs> I'm on the fire Potch start. If we lose to two, I'm okay with losing to Fulham. I will not take losing to Fulham or Bournemouth. Like, if yeah. we lose to Fulham or Bournemouth and Villa, Potch has to go. Like, just get the hell out of here. <laughs> You're, I, I will be on the fire Potch bandwagon. I don't care. I, I'm, I'm not going to be on the fire Potch bandwagon until we get uh, halfway through next season. <laughs> Dude, I'm not being nice to him like I was Potter. Like, no. Uh-uh. No, I, I, I think Potts deserves it more than Potter does. He probably does. But, dude, if you're doing the same things the previous coach was doing, like, what are you doing? Like, we you know have what I'm to, saying? We have to at least win two of those. Okay. Well, really, we have four games... So September seventeenth, twenty fourth, we have an EFL Cup against Brighton. Yeah, that ain't we true. have October second, and then October seventh, and then Burnley. because, and then and then we have like another two weeks off. Yeah, so October seventh is Burnley. Then we get Arsenal on October twenty first. I think we have to win at least three of those and draw Villa. I would, I would be, I would agree with that. That I think that is fair. You, you, you plan to win three of those, take nine points. You shoot to beat Villa. If you draw Villa, fair. But Villa has not been great this year. That's true, they're, yeah. They're in the same sort of spot we are right now. They haven't been great. So if you if you come out of there at 12 points, which is I, – I mean, I said at the beginning this was very easy for us to come out of the first half of the season, you know, with nine points and, a, you know, a loss or a draw. But apparently that's too challenging for Chelsea. So, like, I feel like me sitting here saying that, yeah, we should win those matches is. I, I mean, no guarantee. Is no, no guarantee. guarantee. There's no friend guarantee because you're. Because how many of those? My question is all right. So. All right. So, Bournemouth is on the road. That's a good thing because they maybe they. <laughs> fit but this is the thing. Sure. It's like everybody yeah. has the keys to beat Chelsea now. Play. F- Play non-defenders behind the ball and just yep. have two strikers counterattack the whole time, or one yep. striker counterattack. You know, maybe you want to put two up there. Maybe have one guy floating. So it's not that difficult of a task to beat us right now. So maybe Bournemouth does because they're at home. Come out and play crazy. Villa is at home. Brighton, we're not counting that. Fulham is at Fulham, and Burnley is at Burnley. So they are on the road. Which gives me a little more optimism, Jason, that we can win these matches. Hey, I want to interrupt for a second. Do you remember when we used to um, do match reviews and we would have, like, uh, the player of the match and uh, mm-hmm. we would talk about how well each player did and all yeah. their stats and stuff? Yeah. Anyway, th- those were the good old days. <laughs> that was back when old Tommy T was in charge, you know. Now. I just wanted you to remember that. 
I, I just want to do a normal match with you. Like this, we barely even talked about the damn match. This is a bit more. Who cares? I mean, this is even a match review episode at this point. This is just a Jason and Daniel episode. Yeah, there's nothing to review when we're shit. Like yeah. I mean, like what else? Like what else are we gonna talk about? I don't know. Yeah, just talk about how I mean, stupid Bowley is. Exactly. I mean, that's what we resort to. Um, but um, I mean, that's what I would. You know, great name for this podcast. Todd Bowley's a dumbass. You know. Yeah. It's great yeah. Name. <laughs> Something Got like it. that. Done. Yeah, so, so um, you know, it's just we're this club right now. Like as much as we hated a lot of times on Marina. For like her transfers, sure, it, sure. It, at least Marina had balls, and we get stuff done. Maybe it wasn't always the smartest move in the world, like paying a hundred million for Lukaku. That was dumb. <laughs> yeah. But at least she had balls, and we get the deal done. You know, yeah. so Marina definitely like, had balls. Yeah, she's got more balls than bowling, whatever the other people's names are combined. So, Dude, I, even a Bali, Bali. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Even if Bowley had an extra ball, Marina still had more balls than him. Yes, she would. But it um, wasn't worth it. To, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, said it anyway. Who cares? This is off yeah. the rails, man. Hey, I would just like to say another thing that's freaking off the rails. Our Saturday, October 28th game against Brentford right now says it's going to be a 4.30 a.m. for us. What? How yeah. is that even possible? I have six. No. I have six thirty. I have six thirty on Google. Google says six thirty. Okay. Um, Fot Mob says four thirty. Fot Mob don't know shit. But, <laughs> but then you click on it and it says six thirty. Okay. Yeah. It, it's got to be. 6:30. It's a glitch. They don't. They don't, a they don't start matches before then because six thirty yeah, yeah. is like what is that twelve thirty their time? Yeah. yeah. What we should really do is after international break. We should um, play some sort of game where you and I predict who's going to be, who will newly be injured and who will actually be back from injury. Hey, Batty Shield's supposed to be back. Reese is supposed to be back. Brosia might be coming back. I don't know. La- Lavia is supposed to be done Lavia. with his preseason. Yeah, whatever the hell that means, man. Seriously. <laughs> like, you bring it up every, every week we get on this podcast, Jason is like, I don't even know why we sign people that we can't even play right away. Like, before we get on the episode. And Jason's like, first words to me, I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. I'm with you. I don't know why the hell we sign people that can't play. I don't know. I don't know. It blows my mind. (laughs) We did that to somebody last year. I can't remember who it was. We were all excited. Mudrick. It was Mudrick. It was Mudrick. You're right. It was Mudrick. It was Mudrick because he couldn't play. He didn't play for like a month. And we're like, what, why? We just paid this 60 so something odd million pounds for this dude and he can't even freaking play. Okay, Gosh right. darn it, man. Hey, well, yeah. there's like no like no known date of when Chalaba and Reese James are coming back. Like everybody else, they kind of give a date and we don't know anything about these two guys. Reese, they came out today and said they hope to have him back after the international break. Now, how true that is, I don't know. But dude, that would be amazing, actually. But he, my question, Jason, is with how good Malagusto is, do you just don't risk Reese that much? Just... Reese comes in off the bench until he proves that he doesn't need a new hamstring from us <laughs> at the match. <laughs> I mean, I'm seriously, Malagusto has been fantastic this year. He's been He's, great. Now, he, his one caveat, I will say, that Reese is, Reese is a much better. At the attacking positions, the Malagusto uh-huh. is yeah. Like Reese can cross the ball a lot better and find the passes and can shoot a lot better than Malagusto can. But Malagusto is a hell of an offender. Like yeah. he is made. He might get beat, but his recoveries are freaking insane. Sometimes that's a great work rate. Work yeah. rate. He does, and he has um, good hair. I like his hair. Have you looked at the Chelsea article that they put out about who all was actually going on lo- or uh, got called up for international duty? No. Like, like Potts joked that he was going to have like four people left to train with. Dude, he's not kidding. Like, here's here's all who's going: Enzo, Caicedo, Nico, um, Ben Chilwell, yeah. Colwell, Connor, Disasi. Matson, Petrovic. Oh, uh, they they put Kepa on here as cheeky little bastards. Mudrik, <laughs> Madueke, Cole Palmer, Malagusto, Ugo Chukwu, 
and uh, I think the rest of them are like either loans or super young playing on U21. So, he, anyway, is, so he essentially has all the injured players left at Cobham to train. He has all the injured players and Sterling who didn't get called up. <laughs> did Chilwell get called up? Uh, Chilwell did, yeah. Oh, Chilwell, Colwell, and Gallagher got called up for England. Okay. But, dude, that is, that's like everyone. That's all of our starters right now. I mean, can we just cross our fingers and hope that maybe Chilwell gets hurt? (laughs) I mean, I don't wish injuries on people very often, but this is one of those times where I hope Chilwell gets hurt. This is is a Russian roulette of, (laughs) we already know these, some of these players are going to get hurt. Yeah. Like who? This well, we predicted on the last. But you know what I mean. We predicted on the last episode who was getting hurt. Yeah, I said we got to pull the trigger. You said one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I said Chili Sterling. You said Sterling, right? Isn't that what it was? Wait, oh, you mean in the game? No, no, no. We predicted who was going to get hurt during the international break. You said Sterling. Oh, Sterling in in training, right? Yeah, you said, and I said I agree with that. And then I'm going to add Chilwell on top of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. So if if we keep pulling the trigger and one of the players does have to get injured, Chilwell would be a great option. Yes, it would be. Like if you if you put a gun it's to a my lottery. head, it's, it's like, a lottery. Yeah, you're like you put a gun to my head, and I'm like, hey, you got to choose one Chelsea player to get hurt on your houses, and it's like, Chilwell, 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 just Chilwell, just do it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh man. Or it might be, or or it might be Sanchez. Is Sanchez going on national duty? Because at this um, point... Yes, I think so. Okay, at this point, I might would actually pick Sanchez. Wait, I don't see it. Hold on. I'll just do a search. I hate Sanchez. With a I actually don't think he's going. Nope. Okay, maybe he'll he'll be... Maybe I would like to replace Sterling getting hurt at Cobble with Sanchez. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Just because I want him to be hurt. The first half of the match, of the Nottingham Forest match, I mean, we didn't look great. I don't care what the stats say. I don't care. I was, dude, I was looking at some of the stats on FopMob. Just like in terms of, I'm going to get myself on a tangent here. I was going to say Sterling didn't look horrible that first half of the thing. Dude, here's our, our FopMob rating in terms of like where we are in the Premier League table uh, or, or against the Premier League. It, we're seventh. Our goals per match, we're 11th. Mm-hmm. Our goals conceded per match, seventh. Average possession, number one. We have the yep. highest rate of possession. Mm-hmm. Clean sheets, we're number three, apparently. I mean, ain't nobody keeping clean sheets then because we've kept one. Yeah, because we've kept one. We've so kept one against Lutton Town. That's it. Tottenham and City are both at two. So, anyway. Uh, our expected goals were fourth with 8.4. Shots on target per match, we are 14th. That says a lot. That is insane. Big chances created, we are number one. We're number one. Big chances missed. Number one. Number one, baby. Number one, baby. (laughs) Accurate passes per match, number two. Yep. Accurate long balls per match, number seven. Or seventh. Accurate crosses per match, second. Penalties awarded, we're ninth with one. XG conceded, we're 18th. Oh, 18th, yeah. It's almost like we're like last. Yeah, yeah. But then interceptions per match or 15th. Uh, I don't have to go through all these. Saves per match. Last. 17th. Yep. He is one of the worst. Do you know what his save percentage is for the season? Oh, I don't want to know. Don't tell me. 54.5%. I said don't tell me. I apologize. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's pathetic. That's genuinely pathetic. 54.5%. Get out of here, man. It's ridiculous. It, it, he is awful. Like, I'm not... Like, literally, I'm going out... I'm, this is, I don't think this is even going out on him at this point. Sanchez might be the worst sign in Chelsea ever. It's, it's, <laughs> hey, so far. Yeah, so far. It's the yeah. opposite of yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, at this point, just put Petrovic in the goal. Why do we not just keep Selena and put Selena? In I the don't. Like, I don't know. I don't why know why we, we didn't keep Selena. I that's that was asinine to me just to go out and buy another keeper. Like, it was, but then to go out and buy Brighton's third string freaking keeper, Jason. Yeah, stupid. 
stupid. All because his goalkeeper coach is at Chelsea. Yeah. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life, man. Hey, what are we going to talk about on our next episode? Because I'd rather not talk about Chelsea. Uh, we can talk about the transfer market. Your second yeah, let's talk about the other team's transfer market. <laughs> we can do a compare and contrast. Yeah, oh yeah, that'll be fantastic. Let's watch a about. soccer movie and just talk about that. Ooh, I got a good one on Netflix that we should watch. Okay. I, I got to find the name of it, though. We'll we each it. have to watch this before next episode. We have. To, I'll, I'll find it uh, off the air. And, uh, and most of next episode will be the review of, <laughs> of that. It always pops up on my, like, um, why in the world are there mobile games on Netflix now? Yeah, that's weird. That doesn't, I don't understand that. Is it a horror soccer movie? No, that would be epic. If you find a horror soccer uh, movie, we're I thought you were about to say, that. no, that'd be Chelsea season. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a horror soccer movie, then we are going to watch that. Because that would that be Chelsea's is, ownership. Yeah, that would be the best thing ever. We already have that playing out in real life. We don't need to That's watch it. true. That is true. Um, I don't know. I don't know where my list. That, I'll tell you off screen because I can't okay. find what this is. Because yeah, well, like, it'll be a surprise for the listeners next episode. Yeah, because it's not pulling up on. Like, I can't find my. Oh wait, here it is. Wait, hold on. Let me see. I'm pretty sure I saved it to my list. Maybe I didn't save it to my list. Okay, maybe I didn't save it to my list. <laughs> I love how the last couple of minutes. <laughs> Daniel scrolling through Netflix. That is the state of Chelsea football club, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. <laughs> what are we doing right now on the podcast? We're just talking about Chelsea football. We're just scrolling through our Netflix movie list looking for a, yep. a movie to watch um, because it is, you know, whatever. What are we, What else are we supposed to do on this? Who knows, also, man? You know, whatever. It, it is what it is. It is. I don't know. Good for whatever. I'm so lost right now. So lost. Uh, Jason, you want me to tell, you you want me to tell the people where that we can find us? Yeah. I was, was going to ask if there's anything else you want to talk about, you know, no. on the podcast. There's nothing no. else. I hate, I hate the season. I'm trying to remain. I don't have any positivity. I'm trying not to be overly negative. Like that's, that's where I'm at. So, you're not positive? What's that? I don't think there's you're, anything positive outside the transfer yeah. window is finally done. You're true. That's very true. I um, just don't think there's anything positive to say right now. Like, we're not putting in great performances. The the Like, we didn't even talk about the formation, thank God. Like, the, we were debating what... Like, there's huge debate on even what formation we're playing. I think that's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's definitely... I mean, there's no point getting into it this late in the podcast. It's just like... It is what it is. You think, I mean, Tiago Silva says we're playing four at the back. Everybody else, you know, there's people in Reddit. We're playing three. We're playing five. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Regardless of the point is, Chilwell is attacking at this point in time, and he sucks at it, and he just needs to get off the pitch. Yeah. yeah. Or play left go. back. That's it. Yeah. That, it's, it's one of those two things. So, I don't know. But, yeah, um, you got uh, anything else that uh, – yeah, that's it. So you have nothing else to add, Jason? Nothing. Yeah, no, I'm excited to hear what movie you, you're talking about. I'm going that's to it. find it. Oh, it's called Dream. Okay. It's called Dream. Uh, all right, everybody, a, all 10 of you, we're watching Dream. Yep. We'll talk about it next pod. It's a, it, Jason, you're going to love this because I know you have a, a thing about this as well as I do. It's a Korean movie. <laughs> oh, yes, international <laughs> movie break. That's I what know. we're doing. I uh, know it's it's gonna be even better because it's uh, it's Korean, and which means it's probably yeah. gonna have subtitles, which will drive my wife wild. She hates subtitles. Really? I, I uh, love them. I don't. I love, I'll watch I anything. Love. It doesn't matter. I will too. I will too. Um. Yeah. yeah anyway, uh, tell these people where they can find us, Jason. Hey, look, we're on X, man. We're posting on there. That's what we can say now. We're not twixing. We're not tweeting. We're not zeeting. We're not zixing. We're not all that. We're we're posting on X at Red White Blues FC. Find us there. Also, Daniel writes amazing match reviews and uh, match other things. Yeah. Uh, well, 
it's it's amazing that the the match reviews and stuff are amazing considering what Chelsea continues to give him. <laughs> so redwhiteBluesFC.substack.com. Yeah, check out our Substack. Uh, I dropped the well. It's not. I will say, Miss Jason, I went with an unconventional match review. I don't know if you read it. it got, I dropped it this morning. But um, it's the, there is no player ratings in this one. It's just me raining the whole time. Uh, I love <laughs> so, it. I love it. I'll um, have to go. Yeah. I haven't read it yet. I'll go read it. An unconventional match review this week. Um, so I will. Uh, I don't know. Maybe drop some more stuff this week. I need to get some more stuff out. Um, but yeah. Uh, Spotify, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcast at, catch us there. Um, we'll be there. Uh, and until next time, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Father Drugs, please grace us with another owner. Amen. Flippity floppity. <laughs>